This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Holland Assets Podcast. It's been a hot minute, but we are here. I am Craig. He is Chris. Chris, welcome back. It's good to be back. I don't think I've seen you with this big of a smile in quite some time. Is it because the baseball season's uh, going again? There is such a thing as baseball, as long as you're not in St. Louis or uh, Miami, is it? No, it's uh, the Rays, I think. Anyway, (laughs) whatever. Yes, baseball is back. But you know what? So is trucking, Chris. It's been three weeks. You know, forgive us listeners for we have what? sinned. It has been three weeks since our it's last episode. Three weeks since we've recorded, but I think we only missed two. Oh, okay. Two podcast episodes. Oh, right, we, right. I, we cheated last time and recorded two episodes <gasps> at the same time. Chris is pulling back the curtain. All right. Well, today, <laughs> today we are talking in episode 57 about how an owner operator should grow a trucking company, which is pretty broad, right? But you have a, a specific angle in mind something that you want to talk I've, I've about got a today. specific methodology that i think is is really good you know one of, one of the most common mistakes i see owner operators make when they try to grow into a uh into a fleet is they try to grow too fast and they try to jump out of the truck a little too quick okay all right so that is what we're going to be talking about today, but you have in mind a few of these how to grow your your trucking company episodes uh, coming down the pike, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be spread out over the next year, but over the next year, I, I plan on growing Holland Assets a little bit. So it's going to be a reoccurring theme, a reoccurring topic. And, and in this episode, I really just kind of want to introduce a little bit about that concept, a little bit about my methodology so that um, you've really kind of got something to think about as you, you know, if you plan on doing this yourselves, you know, you, you can kind of think about how you want to to go about doing this. And so, so hopefully we'll give you some good ideas and some things to think about. All right. Well, as we get into that, don't forget to go to hollandassetsllc.com for full show notes of this and past episodes. Find us on Facebook. And in either of those places, you can comment and uh, we'd be happy to see Uh, What you guys would like us to cover, what questions you have, what topics you are interested in. We can make episodes, you know, until uh, until we're blue in the face. But if, uh, you know, listeners have things that they want us to cover, we'll be happy to uh, look into that as well. So uh, let's see. Am I forgetting anything? No, I think I covered all the housekeeping. So, Chris, did you uh, let's see. Have you been out on the road recently? Um, It's it's been a minute, but I, I did go out a little while ago as one of those situations where um, Mike brought the truck in, you know, late one night. It had a delivery the next morning. We want to get get his uh, 34 hour reset rolling. So I went and delivered the load, and it ended up being pretty cool because I, I delivered the load. It was actually had about 150 miles to go from Salt Lake down into a little bit further southern part of Utah, and kind of central Utah. I, I get down there, I unload the load, and start driving back to Utah. And Jake calls me up. As this I'm just, is your dispatcher. This is a dispatcher. Just as I'm hitting I-15 and he says, hey, I found a load. There's a guy that needs something hauled. And I was about 100 miles away, but it was basically just go pick it up and then take it back up into the Salt Lake Valley and deliver it that, that same night. So I'm like, yeah, let's take it. It was 900 bucks. And like I, I think I drove a total of about maybe... 250 miles after you picked it up after, well no it was 100 miles to pick it up and about another 150 back to nice the salt lakes so it was you know from from 
where I, the deadhead and everything was about 250 miles, 900 bucks. It was a good, it was a good load. But as part of that, after I got to the delivery place, I, I saw something pretty, pretty interesting, kind of sketchy. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, the, what I was hauling was this big, big bulk bags of this white powdery substance. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to go with flour or talc or. It wasn't either of those, but it wasn't cocaine. I wasn't hauling cocaine. (laughs) It was legal. (laughs) But anyway, it was, so they're these big bulk bags. They almost, they're these kind of look like flour bags, but they're huge. And they, they weigh about a thousand pounds each. They pack 20 of them into the truck. They double stack, double stack most of them. And anyway, I get to the place, I deliver it. And they start taking them off of my truck and go load them on some of them onto a pickup truck. So there's this flatbed pickup truck. Okay. <laughs> they load. Which um, might take two of those. Well, they, that's what you'd think. Legally, <laughs> they'd probably take two of those. But they ended up putting four of them on the bed of the truck. So 8,000 pounds. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, let's see. Or that's 4,000 pounds. Well, but it was eight of them. Oh, They're okay. all 1,000 oh, yeah. pounds each. So, so they did um, double stack double them on stack the pickle, four pickup them. truck too. Nice. So you have 8,000 pounds on this. It looked like a 3,500 Chevy, you know, pickup truck, you know, so luckily it was just now a, a low rider. So yeah, it's like totally maxed out. Then they had a, this rinky dink trailer that they were pulling and they put eight more of them on the trailer. So, um, you know, obviously, especially on the truck part. <laughs> have you ever seen a pickup overrate. truck cry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't think it made it out of the parking lot. Anyway, I got I got a good picture of it. We'll post it on the Facebook here in the next day or two so people can see if I if 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 I'm as crazy as as I think I it or if that was as crazy as I think it was. It's just a huge capacity. I mean, sick you know, just on the truck, eight thousand pounds. And and those trucks only have like a four thousand pound payload capacity. So at least double what it should be carrying. You're saying that there's a reason that you have to pay so much to get a decent truck and trailer that can actually haul uh that plus yeah more. That, that that kind of <laughs> that's that why kind you're not weight is that's not why meant. you're not driving around in a uh silverado or yeah. whatever yeah. uh well that's interesting yeah i'll be interested to see that picture you should send that over okay cool so chris shall we get into the topic today let's get into the topic all right so you want to talk about how to grow your trucking company but not too fast not too fast you got to be methodical about the, it. the the eager beaver approach is not uh, what people should be doing here yeah it, it's definitely not and that's you know that's going to be one of the topics you know the kind of the timing and how quickly you should do it you know what are the triggers that say okay it's time to add a truck those, those are going to be topics that we talk a little bit for more, in more detail further on down the road yeah but but today i kind of just want to talk a little bit about the methodology and specifically you know kind of when does it make the most sense to um as an owner operator step out of the truck and and stop driving and 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 i think the way the approach that i'm i'm going to talk about is the most um financially sound method of doing it uh you know for a couple different reasons and we'll we'll talk a little bit about that now this is going to be following what the pattern that you have followed yourself no Oh, I'm going to be a, a little bit of a hypocrite on this when you, one. When you said that, I mean, as you introduced the topic, I was like, "Wait a minute, Chris got out of his truck post haste." <laughs> yeah, I, I did, and but I'm I'm obviously not like most owner operators. My life circumstances are, are are a little bit different. You know, most owner operators that I've uh, I've worked with and helped out in the past, um, they really just have one thing that they're focusing on. You know, it's that trucking that truck, and then that trucking company that they're trying to build and they're trying to grow. Where 
me, you know, I've got five other businesses I'm active, actively involved in at this point. I just don't have the ability to follow this plan the way that I lay it out, even though I think it's the best way to go about doing it for most people. I, I just can't do that. And then also, um, I'm not going to be able to prove this out by doing it myself. So um, you're, you're just going to kind of have to. Uh, <laughs> this is a do as I say, uh, not as, or do as I would do. Do, do as, as I say, I would do. do as I would do, right? Do as I say, not as I'm actually going to do. But <laughs> with that being said, I am confident that this is the most financially sound way to go from one truck to five trucks. Okay. All right. So you've got a method here. Let's talk about that method then. So it's really simple. Um, like I've said in the past, one of the issues I constantly see that that uh, happens with small trucking companies and that gets them into trouble is that they try to grow too fast. And so they're trying to add trucks a little bit too quickly and they're not being methodical about how they're doing it. And that's usually because the, the truck, the owner operator, the owner of the trucking company tries to get out of the truck and off the road a little bit too fast. So, okay. So you've said this several times now. They're getting out too fast. Don't get out too fast. How fast is too fast? Do we, do we have a solid number here? I see guys try to get out on that first truck, kind of like what I did. You know, they'll drive for a little while, then they'll hire a driver and then just stay home and try to dispatch that one truck. Well, there's not enough profit in one truck to really sustain a, a the owner of a trucking company you've got to have more than one truck that if you if you try to just survive off of those profits of the one truck one the, the profits as we've seen in, in my company they they aren't super stable and so you know one month you'll have a really good month the next month you'll have a really bad month as you add more trucks to your fleet you know you're going to have you know say you add two trucks and i'm just going to kind of oversimplify this but you know, say you've got two trucks and one truck has a bad month one month and that the the other truck has a good month that month, they kind of even each other out a little bit. Sure. And so as you add the number of trucks to your fleet, you kind of even out that that rockiness of the profitability. And and you're okay, so you're evening out the profitability uh ups and downs, but hopefully it's that line is still going up and to the right at least a it, it little should bit. be and it's just it's just going to stabilize. It's going to become a little bit more predictable and and so things get a little bit better that way as you add add trucks to your company. Interesting. So our financials episodes would be even more boring to those who find them boring if you had five trucks. <laughs> they would be, yeah, because you'd start to everything would start to normalize and and be a little bit more consistent because yeah, you're just gonna you're gonna have you know one truck making up for another truck when when there's a bad month. Right. Uh, to be clear, I love our financials episodes, and I think everybody else should too. Okay, so <laughs> what? Uh, talk to me more about this method. You you've talked about. We don't want to do it too soon. Two trucks is not enough. How many trucks is enough? I think a an owner-operator should drive to a certain extent at least until they have five trucks. And I think they should be driving almost full-time all the way through three trucks. And so here's how I think it should work. So you've got, you know, most owner-operators, when they first start out, they're going to have their one truck and they're going to drive it. And then when they add a second truck, the way that I think it should happen is they just hire a second driver. And so you've got you, the owner operator driving one truck, the second driver driving a second truck. The thing where it can start to change, where I think it starts to make sense is on that third truck. So on that third truck, you can hire a driver to drive the third truck. And once that driver's kind of in the truck, they've stabilized, you, you, you feel like the driver's a good driver and, and they're gonna stick around for a while, 
then you can at that point hire a third driver. So you've got three trucks. Uh, three okay, drivers. so you okay? You were talking about having two trucks, and then you got it. Yeah, got two reliable employees. Two and you reliable buy employees. A third truck. Buy a third truck, and, and you get that third employee. Okay, there. all right. And so then with that third truck, what happens at that point is here's where I think the key to this making this method the most successful and the best method to go by is that the dry, the, the owner of the company at that point, when one of your drivers takes a, a few days off, you jump in that truck and keep that truck moving. So, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about on average, most months, my truck has run about 20 days a month. It puts on about 11,000 miles in a month. That's kind of average. average. Yeah. And so if you add, um, if you're able to take that truck out one more on one more short trip, like say a three day trip, um, that, and you can average about 600 miles a day, that means you're putting another 1800 miles a month on that truck. So instead of driving just 11,000 miles, you're driving 12,800 miles and increasing the profitability of, of each of those three trucks yeah, and that you, are, that are being driven by others most of the time. So I think at a minimum, you should you should drive as the owner operator you should take each one of those trucks on at least one 3 day trip a month ideally two so that if you if you're able to do it twice a month on each truck that means you're going to be on the road for about another 18 days so maybe not quite as much as you normally would if you're just dedicated to one truck but pretty close you should at a minimum 9 ideally 18 days so this sounds like you've got three trucks and three and a half or four drivers, yep. yourself included. Is that what I'm hearing? That's correct. And so then you can just, you can keep those trucks driving a, on a more consistent basis. They're putting more miles on each month. And, and, and uh, there, there's one part of that that's really obvious. The more miles, the more you're going to get paid. But the thing that most people don't take into account is how that affects your fixed costs and your overall profitability. Okay. Well, right, because your fixed costs are fixed no matter what. Um, you're going to pay those regardless of how much you're out on the road and how much you're making, but your variable costs, they those are going to shift. Yep. So if you think about it, um, what, you remember what the fixed costs are, like the, some of the most common ones? Like your insurance, your truck payment, trailer payment. Yep. Truck yep. trailer, your truck insurance, your workers' compensation insurance, Um and then you've got some other miscellaneous fixed costs, like maybe parking or your pre-pass expenses and some right. of those other things that happen. So yeah, those are your fixed costs. And they're, for the most part, they're pretty much the same every month. It doesn't matter how many miles. If you drive one mile or you drive 15,000 miles, you're going to pay that same amount for each one of those. Now, I want to go back to something you said. You, you said uh, that for you, the, the third and a half or the fourth driver of this three truck fleet, I guess we're calling it, <laughs> um, you said you want to take the shorter trips, right? Yep. So those 18 days that you're out on the road, maybe they're full days, maybe they're partial, but you're sounds like you're sticking pretty close to home. Is that harder to do, harder to find good loads that are short trips? It, it kind of depends a little bit on what part of the country you're in. But for me, for example, I can get up into like the Portland area of Oregon or easy, easy, the the eastern side of Oregon, Washington, yeah. you know, even up into the Seattle area. I can typically get up there and back to Utah in three days. Right. So I, I drive all one day. The second day I drive just a little bit, drop off a load, pick up another load, drive a little bit back, and then, and then I can be all the way back 
on the third day and, and typically even deliver the load on that third day, especially if it's Portland. If you get up into Washington, it, it may be a little bit tighter. But And for those who don't know, we're talking from Salt Lake City from here. From Salt so. Lake City, yeah. yeah. And with that being said, too, you know, I, I can pretty easily find four-day trips, too, into like Kansas City, you know, I can I can make it out and back to Kansas City pretty easy, and those those are all areas that most of the time it's fairly easy to find at least decent, okay paying loads out and back. Um, so it it it's it's not that hard to do. Right. Okay. All right. And you can even you know one of the things that people are going to say, well, my driver's not going to want to sit that long. Well, you know what? There's some things you can do with that. If you look at how much more profitable your truck is, it may be better to say, hey, I'll pay you a hundred bucks stay home an extra day, you get an extra day off, you get an extra hundred bucks and you know, it makes my truck significantly more, more profitable when we do that. Right. Okay. So speaking of which you were talking about fixed versus variable costs and yeah, I kind of, I kind of get that. Look, I'm not as smart as you, Chris, and I don't run five <laughs> businesses, but, uh, so I was hoping you would remind me a little bit about that. Maybe we can talk about some numbers because I'm curious about how that scales. And yeah. you were talking about kind of smoothing out that volatility yep. when you add more trucks to your your business. So let's back up a little bit and talk about the uh, fixed and variable costs and uh, and provide some examples just for a one truck owner operator and then kind of expound on that. Yeah, so we'll we'll start and look at this just really kind of from the one truck perspective because obviously just adding more trucks is just going to multiply right. those figures. It's not going to change things, but we'll just look at it from a one truck perspective. So if you take for example and I'm going to use my actual numbers in these examples. And if you go onto the website, you know, hollandassetsllc.com and you look for episode 57, I'll have some, some images where you can see these numbers that I'm talking about. You know, I, I'm a visual learner, so it's easier for me if I'm looking at this as, as it's being explained to me. Right. So that was a, that was a very smooth plug, by the way, for hollandassetsllc.com. We need, it? you know, what we I need, could Chris? do this podcasting for a living. <laughs> <laughs> we need an advertiser. So that we can do these really fun transitions, <laughs> be like uh, you know. So I, you know, I do about eleven thousand miles a month. And speaking of which, that's why you should get quick toothbrushes. There you, you know, go. Whatever. Yeah, uh, I like it. We get. We got to find. We should find a sponsor. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on with your numbers. All right. So you know, if, if you look at my typical month, I run eleven thousand miles in a month. My fixed, my fixed costs when I do that come out to be about forty-one cents a mile. Okay. Um, and I've got this broken down. You can see it in a little bit more detail on the website. But then if I'm able to jump up to you know that extra three days and that extra 60, 600 miles a day, which is about 1,800 miles over three days, um, that actually spreads that fixed expense over more miles. So what that does is it takes that fixed expense from 41 cents a mile to about 35 cents a mile, almost six cents a mile savings. That's a, okay. So if I'm doing my quick math here, that's a, a seventh of that. What, what are we talking about? 13% reduction or something like that. That's yeah, a, it, that's it, a significant reduction. It, it's pretty significant. And you'll be able to see how significant that is um, when we kind of go into the, the revenue examples, but it, it, it's a big deal. If you, if, if you're able to take that truck twice during a month so two of those three-day trips and you add an extra 3600 miles that you're spreading that expense out it takes it almost down to 31 cents a mile on fixed cost so it's it's Versus over 41 a ten, yeah it's over a 10 cent a mile um savings and so what it, is that what does that net you um as far as actual dollar amount then i'm glad you asked that question because so let's let's kind of keep that to 
to the side, you okay. know, just kind of keep that in the back of our minds that, you know, as we add more miles in a month, that reduces our our fixed costs. Sure. And so what that's going to do, it's going to increase our overall profitability. It's going to, you know, you, you, you hear in accounting, the bottom line is what matters. That bottom line is your net income. And that's really what's going to see the biggest impact. You know, if you think about it, one of the things that I learned that somebody taught me early on in business is that for every dollar of expense that you save is that translates into $1 of net income. So that translates one to one into another dollar of profitability. That's not the same with revenue. If you increase what you sell or you increase the amount of business you do by $1, there's expenses that are tied into that dollar and you may only get 20 cents of, of net income off of that increase in $1 of um, additional revenue. And right. So it, you're, you're always going to be see the biggest impact when you can save money in your costs and your expenses. Okay. All right. So let's take this a little bit further then. Okay. So you're, you're making a little more profit now because you're getting a few extra days out on the road with the truck. Uh, how, how do we, do we want to go into multiple trucks now and talk about how that's affected? I, I let's just keep it simple and okay. still stick to the one truck, but let's kind of use that example, kind of a, a similar type thing. Let's so let's look at a normal example of 11,000 miles in a month. Yep. Um, I'm going to use a uh, $1.85 as my all-in mile rate because that's about oh, what I- Oh, this is your revenue. You're talking about revenue we're now, talking about not revenue your expenses. Now. Yep. So we're going we're gonna to talk about revenue and then we're going to break it down to expenses and okay. show what how that translates into net income. Gotcha. So um, revenue, my revenue overall all-in rate per mile- mm-hmm for my first year was about a dollar 85 it was actually a little bit higher than that not quite a dollar 86 but we're going to use a dollar 85 close enough all right so if we take a dollar 85 a mile and we look at 11,000 miles over the the 20 days in that month that you're out on the road over the 20 days uh, that were over the road in that month that translates into $20,350 in total revenue 20,350 okay yep. i'm trying to lock and, that number in and if i use my um, variable expenses for what I experienced over the first year, it was about $1.20 a mile. Um, that results in $13,200 in variable costs for that 11,000 miles that you're running. That was your variable but, expenses. Now we yep. got to add your, your fixed expenses so, in, right? Yep. And my fixed expenses, now you remember, this is going to stay the same whether I run 20 days and 11,000 right. miles or 23 days and 12,800 miles, so on and so forth. It's 4500 six dollars and 51 cents okay so what does that translate to as far as net income then so then that brings in a net income of two thousand six hundred forty three dollars and 49 cents over the course of the month okay over the course of the month so that that's about average and that's I and mean, that's probably about that's about what i experienced over that first year right with plenty of fluctuation yep. but some months were number, yeah. double that other months were significantly less than that it just yep. it fluctuated okay all right so then you add that extra three days and that extra 1,800 miles, that brings in 23,680 miles or dollars, excuse me, not miles. <laughs> yeah, this dollars. is going to get confusing. Please yeah. go to hollandassetsllc.com and look at the uh, chart. So, so that's the revenue. I'm not going to break down the, the variable and a mm-hmm. fixed expense, go look at it. But what it does is it increases the profitability to $3,813.49. So that's an additional $1,170 of profit. Okay, this is interesting. Let me see if I can break this down so that even I can understand it. You tell me if I'm getting this right. You, with the 11,000, the first 11,000 miles on the truck, you made $2,600 yep. in, in net 
income. Yep. That's your what, profit. That's the ma- money that matters. That's right. what matters. That's yep. your net income. Okay. Now, with the 1,800 miles after that, 1,800 versus 11,000, right? Yep. So not nearly as much. 1,800 miles after that, you made 1,100, almost $1,200 yep. versus it's- 26. So what you're saying is that the extra miles that you're able to do that month are way more profitable potentially you know caveat 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 potentially way more profitable because those fixed expenses are already paid for yep exactly it's it's way more profitable so you you take for example just to to bring it down a little bit easier in that 20 days you're making a little over a hundred dollars a day in net net profit yeah but in those last three days it's 390 dollars a day in net income. Oh wow! Okay, so it, it's big, and and let's so let's go to the the extra six days. Okay, so you're truck. doing this twice a month. You're going out on these short loads yep. twice a month as the owner. Yep. Okay. That that increases the net income to almost five thousand dollars for the month. So almost double. So that extra six days, you almost double your net income. That's another thousand or eleven hundred bucks on top of it's kind of it's yeah, it's another, about what we're looking at yep. for the other. Yeah, it's it's, it's about miles. another twelve hundred dollars. Yeah for those extra Man. three days. But in, in that six day period, you've almost doubled your net income. So, yeah. So, okay. I think if I'm looking at the big picture here, you were painting a picture earlier of three trucks and four drivers with yourself included as the owner. And what you're saying is that your three drivers that you know are reliable and wonderful and you love them and they drive 20 days a month uh, on average, whatever, they are making you X profit. Yep. But then when you get in that truck and keep that truck going for an extra three days or six days a month, your your profitability now has shot way, way up yep. as that fourth driver. Yeah. Is, is that about that's, right? That's exactly it. And so that gives you more dead income. I mean, you think about it, if you've got three trucks that are each getting you $5,000 a month in profit, you're... you're, you're can use that profit. I mean, that's $15,000 a month. You can use that profit to further grow and just make it easier and easier to add more units and eventually get to the point where you can completely work yourself out of driving the truck. It, it's just not going to happen overnight. Right. Kinda, if you do it this methodical way, your profitability is way higher and, and it makes for some healthy growth. And that's what's important. That's what most people don't do. Usually when guys grow trucking companies, they do it in a very unhealthy um, financially unsafe manner. This is a financially healthy and safe way to do it. And does this, I imagine this would be, gosh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm putting myself in the shoes of this owner operator. Who's got three trucks and three drivers and they're, you know, bringing in a lot more profit themselves as the fourth driver. But as you grow to the fourth truck and the fifth truck, are you able as the owner to scale that? Or like if you take the step back and say, okay, I'm not going to drive much if at all anymore because I've got five trucks, seven trucks. uh, Do you have to kind of just live with not having that extra profit anymore and just, uh, you know, say, okay, well, the trucks are going to do fine enough on those 20 or 21 days that it'll be all right. Well, if you, if you as a driver, as the owner operator, the owner of the company kind of start to step out um, around that three, you know, let's say you, you've done that for a while with your three trucks and you add a fourth truck. Then once you add the fourth truck, even if those trucks are only able to maintain that normal level of profitability, which is roughly, you know, $2,600 a month, that's still over $10,000 a month 
in net income with four trucks. Right. And so at that point, you can kind of sustain your financial lifestyle. You, you're, you're, the company's churning enough profit that you can you're not dependent pay yourself on that, and that you're, extra. Yeah, you're just not you're not dependent on it. So you can you can step out at that point and not kill the company and okay. not just kind of bleed the company dry. That's a lot of the times what happens when owner operators make that transition to you know tr- trying to transition from a single owner operator into a small fleet is they do it so quickly and they jump out of the truck so quickly that now all of a sudden their personal lifestyle and their personal expenses starts starts to bleed the company dry of its profits. That's interesting. Okay, because when you are still driving the truck, you are still contributing to the net income, or you're still to the gross income, which yep. contributes to a, a, a wider net income margin. But when you stop driving, suddenly you are, um, I mean, this is obviously way oversimplifying, but you're essentially uh, a, a, not an asset, but a you're 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 a liability, a liability to a certain extent because but, you're you're you want to get yeah. paid. And the other thing you need to take into account with that is when you're still driving, you're doing those 18 days on the road, you're still earning and paying yourself as a driver. Oh, okay. And so you're still you're still you're, making money. You're still making money as a driver beyond and so the you're net not income. having to use the net income yeah, to okay. to pay for your rent, your mortgage, your car payments right. or whatever else that you've got. Once you actually stop driving, then you pretty much have to rely solely on the profitability of the company and those profits. And so you want to make sure your profits are at a level high enough that you can do that without, you know, putting the the company in financial peril. Awesome. Well, okay. This is, I I think you've done a great job, Chris, of explaining this in a way that even I can understand. (laughs) And I'm serious. I'm serious. I think this is really valuable info. And for those listening, I probably should have said this at the beginning, but if you're listening and you're not quite at this step yet, that's okay. Just absorb this information uh, and know this start to build your, your roadmap, right? Even if you're just getting out on your own and uh, starting up as an owner operator, if this is where you want to end up, then just know that this is uh, the best way that we know how to to do it. Yeah, I, I I think if if guys will follow this process, they're more likely to have success, and they're not going to run into some of the other problems that I see happen all the time because people just try to one grow too quickly, and two owner operators try to get out of the truck a little too bit fast. too quickly. Yeah, you, just, you have to be methodical. You have to be willing to make those sacrifices that you need to make to you know, get to, to where you want to be. I mean, you, you always have to be thinking long-term. Obviously this is a long-term strategy. And so it's, it's important to start planning for it now, planning for when you're going to add that second truck, what, what do you need to add that second truck and the third truck and, you know, so on and so forth. It just, it takes time. It takes thought. It takes discipline to get to that point, but there's nobody out there. I, I, I truly believe if you follow this process and you follow the methodology that we've been going over for the last year and a half at this point, you can get there. It's just, you've got to, you've got to be smart about it. This is uh, this is good. I feel like this is a good stopping point. Uh, so do we want to wrap this up at all? Or uh, do you feel like we've already put a bow on this? I, I kind of, I feel like there's a bow on it. What do you think? Yeah, no, it's good. I, I don't think I could sum it up any better. Your your truck is your revenue driver. Keep it going as much as you can, no matter you know how many you start adding. Yeah, keep, absolutely. Keep them going as I mean, much as you can. The more days you can keep it on the road, and the more miles you can get, just the the profitability goes up. I mean, if if something happens so that you can keep you know a truck going on the road twenty nine days out of the month, 
It's it's just that's going to be Butter. another yeah another big chunk of profit in your pocket, and uh, you can use that to you know further growth or you know li- live you know maybe bring some of that money home and there you go and do something fun with it. Well, uh, awesome. This is an excellent uh, topic, and this is just the first part of it that we're addressing i know you said you you want to get into more detail on stuff around this topic so people can look forward to that and i hope that they will subscribe if they haven't done so already and make sure you tell your friends about it Uh, if you enjoy the show if you if you like what we're doing here if you find it helpful or interesting or thought-provoking at all then yeah tell your friends that's the best thing you could do the best compliment you could give us second best would be to go and give us five-star review and leave a, a nice glowing review and all that stuff uh, and go find us on Facebook. Go to HollandAssetsLLC.com. Leave us a little note. Tell us, uh, you know, how awesome I am as uh, the dumb guy on the show. Just, <laughs> Craig wants to see his name in the reviews. I, That's what it what, what down I, to. What I, I'm still angling to get my name and face on the side <laughs> of the Holland Assets truck. One day it's going to happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have to get to at least a three or four truck fleet before I can before i can talk about that okay all right thanks for listening everybody we will see you uh presumably hopefully in a week in a week or two yeah absolutely see you chris see you